0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 47 of The Full Landscape. Today, we are talking to Mr. Josh Hooper. Uh, You might remember Josh as a guest of ours from episode number 6, very early in the piece of The Full Landscape, almost three and a half years ago, so over three years ago, we sat down with Josh to talk about his business landscape techniques. Now, I don't think I gave Josh uh, the best opportunity to share his business and his insights around business because it was so early in the piece of me doing podcasting and I um didn't have the experience so hopefully this episode is much more insightful and much more enjoyable and really shines a light on how well josh has managed to build this unbelievable landscape construction business that's at the top of its game here in south australia now the reason we were able to do this was josh had some time we're sitting here in adelaide at the moment under a seven-day lockdown uh the podcast was done on zoom hopefully the quality of it's there um the quality of the information definitely is josh knows his stuff um In the podcast, we talk a little bit about uh, how he's handling the lockdown and what he's doing, uh, his experiences since we spoke last and I guess how he's evolved as a director and a little bit about human resources. So uh, there's a lot in there. Uh, Hopefully, you enjoy this one. If you've got any questions or comments for either of us, please feel free to stick them in the comments section below. Um, If you can like the video, that would be really good. Uh, It helps us grow the channel and helps us reach more people and um, obviously if you haven't subscribed and you are enjoying the content here's a good opportunity to subscribe because you'll be able to get uh, notified of when these videos come out um, and further enjoy the landscape community Um, finally thank you very much for your attention i don't take it for granted i think that um, youtube's a a funny place and um, obviously an audio platform that you're listening to this on as well um, and it's quite hard to grow the channel and there's plenty of options out there for you to listen to Um, so that is it sit back relax and enjoy Thank you for taking some time to chat. I'm not sure how much time you've got, but I wanted to kind of just do another full landscape. I just watched over our last full landscape and um, in hindsight, like, and I got some feedback early in my podcasting time that my style probably wasn't giving my guests enough time to actually talk because I don't shut up. Yeah. Um, So I just wanted to kind of almost do a 2.0 with you and get a bit of an understanding of almost like, you know that was over three years ago. We talked now. I know that sounds. Was really, really? Um, April two thousand and eighteen. We did that that first podcast. Um, you don't look a day older than you did there, um, and I look <laughs> ten years older. So, um, well, you, know, you weren't. You didn't have any more hair in that podcast. No, I think I had a hat
1: on, didn't I? You
0: did. I you know. did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to kind of spend some time in, and talk about um landscape techniques and what landscape techniques has done since then obviously you came out the back of um a partnership and it was still i think early days of lt under the creative managing directorship of of one the creative managing director josh hooper
1: to give you, a chance, let's go
0: we were get that we talked about that are you still the creative and managing director of landscape techniques is that the job title that you're currently running on
1: no no i am I, I it's it's director but um yeah the creative side i don't i still love it and I still do a fair bit of it but um i've got people way better than me doing it now so um, yep. yeah i just do almost a little bit of what you do mate just try and link everything together.
0: Yeah, it was it was good to to reflect on it. It gave me a few, I've got a few questions that I wanna talk about then I'll go into the, the lockdown. Um, so obviously you, your team's changed quite a lot since we spoke last and um, I'm across it, but just for everyone that's, that maybe has watched that first podcast and- and well, We um, had Tom,
1: obviously Tom was then was with us then, who's now obviously out doing his own thing and killing it, I saw a couple of things. For the last couple of days, and
0: yeah, he's. I should actually probably reach out to Tom and do a podcast. This is probably the perfect time. Should. Yeah. So since then, you've Tom's obviously grown or spread his wings. He had wings back then, but now he's he's flying yeah. on his own. Um, yeah. So you've added um, two more
1: into that side of the business. Yeah. So I got um, Brad and Luke um, now in the uh, um, Kent Town in the design office. So. Yeah, Brad, pretty much the design coordinator, and Luke, who is a graduate landscape architect who is, you know, sort of on the same sort of realm as Tom in just a bit of a 3D wonder kid, to be honest, Um, which we love, you know, like, you know, our whole brand is about creating something that people can sort of, you know, try before they buy. Um, and seeing that the 3D world, um, not only in just the landscape but the house as well, really helps our clients and even, you know, clients that are actually doing a new build as well.
0: So they, when they do a, um, when you do a design, um, I guess I'm interested to understand if you have any involvement anymore. But then when they do it, they then tie it into the house with the 3D. So they'll actually draw the existing property or get the, the files from the builder. Is that how get that works?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: so the majority sure. of the properties that you work on now, obviously, you, you won't probably talk about like this because you're a modest human being, but you're working, you know, in the best of the best now, like you're, that, that the, the houses you're working on are the upper echelon yeah. of South Australian property yeah. builds.
1: Well, yeah, I think there's a few of us that are doing it, you know, there's oh, I'm not of saying you're on an right? island, but
0: more just we're talking about you. Um, so are there houses? those houses um, majority of the time of the builders drawing those houses as a 3d house when they're building them? Cause I, I I'm not familiar with that. But I'm only obviously
1: on the landscape side. Um, yeah. So we do, uh, we obviously get files from the architect or designer, whoever's doing the home, um, yep. which makes our life so much easier. Um, so we've already got that base, base plan there. And then, yeah, I'm still involved in it. So Brad and Luke will go out, um, have a look at the site. Um, then we'll, you know, the plan is that we get the clients into our office at Kent Town. Uh, we work through, you know, what they want out of their garden and outdoor space. Um, I like to be in that meeting at the start to just get a feel of what they like, um, and then we go from there. And we just um, we sort of sit down, probably have a two two to four hour sort of design brief meeting where all three of us as a collective sort of come up with ideas and ways of achieving what they want and just probably going a little bit further as well. And I think having a group of three, um, it was really good when it was a group of two, but I think having as as a group of three, especially um, the boys are very creative and I've got that sort of side of which still needs to be built as well. Um, So having all them together, yeah, seems to work all right. So in
0: addition, so obviously um, they then they get that design brief and then they run with it and then what you'll just have a uh, follow up um, just to review the work and make sure that what was discussed everyone kind of delivered. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Get us if we need to get a survey plan um, and then we do a couple of concepts. Um, we love trying to build it. Um, with Luke, we can just build it in 3D straight away. So we can just be pulling bits out, putting bits in. Um, and you can really, for us, it's almost that trial before you, you buy as well. So um, you're definitely getting a sense of scale. Um, yeah, just how it all sort of blends in with the, the architecture of the home. Um, yeah, it's pretty much um, the way we do it. We
0: is what software is that? Is that um, using um, Google? What's it called?
1: So we use SketchUp as our yeah, base, SketchUp. base, and then we um, we render it through Lumion. Um, yep. And yeah, just uh, yeah, obviously Lumion can do anything. So you can, you know, we've just gone and bought a heap of plants as well. So you you know, you're always updating, and Lumion's really good for plant selection. So you know you can pretty much build your own plants okay. through SketchUp, but Lumion really gets that rendering, you know, that real, real life sort of look quite well. That's what we use anyway. It works for us. Are you able to use
0: those softwares, or are you just
1: no? Nah. I, I gave up. Like I can do bits and pieces, but there's no point. Yep.
0: Yeah, I get that. We've got that with landscape uh, irrigation design. They all do that on CAD now, and I don't. I wouldn't even know how to log in a draw a line. Um, yeah.
1: which I like. I think okay, but yeah, SketchUp is easy until you actually really need to get in depth with everything, and then it's yep. just it's still so quick.
0: From what I remember with SketchUp, you have to follow a certain order as well. If, if you don't go in the right order, it kind of all falls down. I don't know if it's still... I mean, I haven't used that for 10 years, but...
1: Yeah. Sort of. There's so many little shortcuts as well with anything. There's there's that many shortcuts where um, local just go, well, what are you doing? And I'm hmm. just like... Hmm.
0: Being a creative
1: director, get out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, But nah, um, like I said, you know, that's why I've got them. They're way better than me at it. So let them go.
0: So the... the rest of the team, has much changed? Like has your team grown in that three years or have you pretty much kept the construction side pretty, pretty um,
1: consistent? It's it's grown a little, it's shrunk. You know, we've got um, 16 or, or 18 in the construction crew. Um, we've got an uh, estimator now, um, Nigel, who is sort of on board as, you know, probably a 30, 30, 30. So 30% estimating, 30% project management, and 30% on the tools, he still likes to get out there. Um, At the moment with everything being so busy, it's probably 50, 50 in estimating and project management. So um, yeah, he hasn't been out in the tools. His first real day out in the tools was going to be yesterday, which obviously didn't happen, Um, but yeah, no, he's, We started up um, Benchmark, which is a software um, estimating program as well. So Nigel's right into that. Um, He's been teaching me a fair bit with it as well. I like to have a bit of an idea of all the programs we're using as well yeah. just so that you can tinker with it and go through it a little bit um,
0: yeah that makes sense On those late nights when you're sitting up and you're like well oh, hang on a sec or, or if you get a message from a client it's handy to be able to open up and actually fix something yourself and get back to them because yeah. you don't actually expect your team to work at 10 at night as much as they probably do you want to be able to do it yourself
1: and that's it mate we i'm so lucky to have guys that i've got um you know we they do yeah live and breathe it you
0: know? And it's funny that you say luck, because it's not luck, you know, it, 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 luck and skill, you know, blurry line, but they care about it because you've obviously chosen the right team members or... Yeah, yeah, you
1: know. yeah. Uh, yeah, Some of them are falling in my lap for sure, but others, um, yeah, we search for, but um, you know, you create a good brand and you hope that people get there. We'll get here. I've got
0: the branding's written down. I'm curious to understand. Um, Obviously, you moved from landscape techniques, or you still are landscape techniques, but you had a strong focus on the new logo on LT. Um, Talk to me a bit about that, um, your reason behind doing that. And then, I guess, have we seen what it means yet, or is there still another generation to come?
1: Uh, I think it's always evolving. Um, The reason why we got away from, you know, we're still landscape techniques. Now we sort of go, you know, our branding is all about LT. we we didn't want to see ourselves as just a landscape company. Um, so I think last time we talked about, you know, I've got my builder's license um, to single storey. So for me doing the, you know, little renovations, um, pool houses, outdoor rooms, all that sort of stuff was a big one for me to get into. It was that sort of that niche market that I thought no one else had gone into. Um, and you know, I'm sure others are doing it now. But yeah, that's my passion is trying to build, build, buildings really, and just create a bit more of a habitable space for people to to live in, rather than just the uh, landscape side.
0: So we haven't probably seen the the last twenty percent of that branding. Well, I guess the branding's there, mean. but but the actual like the rollout of what that actually means.
1: Mm. And it's probably only been yeah, it's probably the last two two years that we've really pushed with it, um, and we're just starting to get the photos and all that, so that we can actually let people know what we can do. Um, yeah. So you've been building
0: the you've been building those structures. You're just not probably known for it in the greater.
1: No, I don't think so. Like you know, a lot of people that we talk to or come in to have a consult don't actually realise what we can do. Um, and it's the idea is that we just get that, you know, people just get that complete package. They don't have to go anywhere else. We've got our in-house carpenters, you know, yes, we subby out our pools. Um, but for us, you know, I know how hard it is to find pool tilers and there's only a couple of spray guys. It's just not worth us delving into that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, the landscape side—we've got some great guys um, that absolutely smash it—and also want to get more involved in the build side as well, because it's just that—that interests them. Yeah, I
0: yep. think that's that's important because obviously, I mean, I don't know the exact details of your like, what are you twenty-one years at Landscape Techniques? I guess saw on LinkedIn the other day. Um, yeah, and obviously, you've had the opportunity to evolve from working on site with Gareth as just the two of you. I'm guessing at one point. Yep. To, the, to the place you're at now. Um, and I think if you don't offer that opportunity for the guys inside the business to move into those, the same kind of growth pattern that you've had without starting their own business, then you're gonna you potentially open yourself up to them
1: starting their own business. Um, totally, yeah, you gotta challenge people almost every day, I reckon. So, um, yeah, I know, you know, David Short who, um, has been in the industry way longer than me. You know, he he just loves it at LT because he gets challenged on every job. Um, yeah. And you know, Ash Collett, you know, he's been around it longer than I have as well. And he's the yep. same, you know, he just loves that challenge and um, just doing something different, building something new, you know?
0: It's interesting, the two things that come to mind when you're talking about that is soldiers that train, but don't go to war and then athletes that train, but don't go to compete. Um, yeah. A mate of mine quit his job in the army because they wouldn't let him go back to the war. And you've got these guys that have like learned how to do the like from, and I think you you would fairly describe they're some of the best trades people that you can, that you have access to in Dave and Ash and obviously the team that flow below them. Yeah. Not giving them the opportunity to to go play that game or go compete at, the, at that level is kind of a waste of that tunnel.
1: It is. I and mean, they just get bored, you know, like I'd get bored too. Like, yep. and then you're gonna look for other things, you know, but that's the aim is they only go looking on the job that they're doing. Well, I to say they don't have well,
0: so to go looking further than the whiteboard or whatever digital asset that you're using to track the jobs, do they?
1: Exactly.
0: Um, so what's a day in the life of you look like now? Obviously you've evolved as a director and I'm assuming that it's interesting. I look back when I, I just watched back your pod, the last podcast, you talked a bit about accounting and how at school, Accounting was kind of that's what that school was was kind of pushing the students to to become. Yeah. How, how much of that do you see in your in your day to day now? Like, I, and I mean this when I say it from the outside, it looks like you run a very good business, and I and I'm I'm assuming that um, if other landscapers were given the luxury of looking at your books, that they'd be respectful of how you run your business. Um, how much of that accounting is is being used, or do you not notice it?
1: No, it's, uh, I do notice it and I do a fair bit of it. I, getting um, Nigel on board and using Benchmark was, we would never really been, like. I think landscaping is one of the hardest industries to actually track um, costs, profitability on jobs, um, because you've got so many elements. So, you know, probably over the last 10 years, we've been trying to perfect it um, and, I thought I was going to be able to make up a spreadsheet that was going to be able to track everything and it just wasn't, (laughs) fail. Um, So yeah, you know, got Nigel on board. I wasn't able to do all the estimating. Brad wasn't able to do all of it as well. um, And it was taking away from the design side for him as well. So um, yeah, search for estimator. Um, Nigel came along and yeah, being able to track and itemise tasks and materials and everything a lot neater and a lot better and then be able to put them through to my and bring in some reports is where we should have been 10 years ago, but um, it takes time
0: i think it's also important to acknowledge that if you didn't do something about it in 10 years you'd be saying the same thing so it's easy to look at it and go oh we should have done this 10 years ago but you could also be in a position where you still haven't done it um and i do that with a bunch of stuff here um that question kind of evolved as i was asking it what i was i guess starting with was um what's a day in the life look like for you at the moment um and and how much of that is accounting and then what else does it what else are you
1: spending your time on um, accounting wise, not so much like, um, so Emily, my wife is on board now. So she does a fair bit of the, you know, variations are another one, right? So I haven't got that gone away from the day in the of Josh yet, but, um, variations are huge for us. Um, we tracking them and making sure that they get accounted for is huge. Um, I reckon we worked out that there was close to 20 K probably two years ago that went missing in variations, which, you know, isn't huge, but it's For one it's, job
0: or for a whole year? For a whole year. Okay. So not dramatic, but still it's your money.
1: It's still my yeah, it's it just it just shows how easy, you know, five hundred bucks here, two hundred bucks there of extra stuff that, you know, was probably being reported, but then just being lost in an email trail or something like that. Yep. Um, and, you know, that was just for one year. So God knows what it was like for, you know, over 15 years, it could definitely, definitely adds up. Um, but yeah, so Emily runs a lot of that now. Um, she does a fair bit of the, the I suppose, accounting side along with Scott, um, the administrative assistant. So he's my accountant as well. So, you know, trust him with everything that we do. Um, this is, he's
0: been your accountant for a long time. We, we talked The whole about time, this. yeah, Yeah.
1: 21 years, mate. Yep. So, um yeah gun knows the business inside and out as well which is so easy um but yes look accounting side is big but for me it is really trying to the day in the life of me is waking up you know starting off i I do go to the gym three or four times a you know day morning just to actually clear my mind
0: you know and that's morning you always go morning
1: Always morning, yeah. So, well, yeah, 90% of the time is in the morning, clear my mind, ready for, you know, to start the day and then uh, it's pretty much phone call, phone call, phone call.
0: Um, What time are you getting up at the moment? What would be, oh, not at the moment, but in a normal world?
1: Yeah, I've been sleeping in the last two days. Um, It's been great. Uh, I normally get up at 4.30, so that's my normal start is 4.30. I normally get... 15 minutes of trying to do some or well, doing some journaling right so i do probably 15 minutes of journaling just to sort of um, reinforce what i'm doing in my own mind and then uh, yeah gym and then yeah get cracking so just i suppose having now uh, quite a busy design side as well as a construction side the linking the two is um is a full time job for me, really, and also, yeah, just you know, we've got quite a few jobs running. Um, the guys can definitely run them themselves, um, but it's just making sure, you know, just ticking the boxes as we go, really. Um, my day changes, but it's always the same. If you get, yeah, day. I was gonna, I
0: was, the, what popped into my mind is, do you have control over your day? Like, are you? Or is the day kind of Um, taking control of you? Obviously, the phone's ringing all the time or are you scheduling time to with clients and then obviously?
1: I do schedule, yeah. So my week is normally completely scheduled. Um, Some days are better than others, um, obviously, depending on what happens. But um, yeah, days get away from you and you're literally cancelling meetings and whatever. For me, it is really trying to work out, all right, what's the most important thing that needs to get done at that point in time? So, you know, you get a phone call, it's an urgent phone call, you got to work out, all right, do I do it or can someone else do it or whatever? So um, scheduling the importance of matters is a big one for me. Um, and I'm just lucky, you know, our, yeah, our team is awesome. I can pretty much, yeah, handle it off quite often
0: last time we spoke um you said that well we we kind of talked about like could you go back to doing the the job that you did at the start and you said that um you don't mind getting back on the tools from time to time but um you definitely couldn't go back to doing it full
1: time is that still the case it is it is and i just yeah I still love creating things um working with my hands and whatnot but um yeah I still love getting in you know concrete work i think we talked about that last time you know that's one of my favorite things and probably now the only thing that I'm actually reasonably good at still. Um, so the boys actually let me do a bit of it. Um, but yeah, no, I, I couldn't do it anymore. Um, I feel that, yeah, I'm really now stuck into, yeah, doing what I do and sort of running a business, you know, and running a business and managing people, you would be the same mate, you know, um, managing personalities everyone's different um and it's something that i've grown to love at the first i i didn't but um i've definitely grown to love the idea of getting the best out of people
0: the people side of things really interests me and i i, I think you and i are probably evolving at a very similar rate with that because i used to hate the human resources side of the business and i spoke to a jeffries about it and suggested that i was almost like why don't you have a hr department when you've got 70 staff and i i really feel like i i need a hr department and he's like no no no, you need to be in touch with what's going on with the people and having a hr department almost gives you a shield so you're not really in touch with it yeah. i've really learned to love that regular communication i guess i'm interested to know do you have what and i guess you would have a technique for it what does that look like for you like are you regularly communicating do you have like we use whatsapp to communicate with our teams are you kind of like open door policy like tell me about your relationship with your staff and how you manage that
1: um yeah look we have um toolbox meetings we have construction meetings you know i try and get to site to every site um at least a couple of times a week sometimes it's only once a week um sometimes it's not once a week um it all depends but the idea is yeah i try and at least have a chat um, with everyone on site, um, we do reviews pretty much three times a year. So, like a performance review, um, which you know I try and—it's not so much a monetary side. Like, yes, okay, we talk about the monetary side and the pays, but it's also about what people want to get out of their life, what they want yep. to get. What can LT do for them? What can they do for LT? And so on, so so. Yeah, it's trying really making sure you follow we follow through with that um and are and you I've,
0: performing those or like we do we've got that kind of thing we call it a pdp it's like a personal development plan um yeah and matt does some and luke does some and chris does some are you having the rest of your, your management team underneath you or do you man, you'd manage all of them currently no i do
1: all that yeah yep. no that's um that's all me and i yeah i enjoy doing it like i said you know you're actually talking to people and you know trying to get out, not their deepest, darkest sea. No, 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 yeah. Their desires, yeah. wants, needs, fears, yeah. 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 Um, so- yeah, no, it's, I, yeah, I love that side. It can be very wearing, like after, you know, I normally do three reviews a day, and during that week, I am spent. You
0: yeah, know. it's a really emotionally taxing. I I, yeah. I said, I did that. we do a lot of internal, I do a lot of internal videos. That's the way I communicate with my guys. I'll do a YouTube video while I'm driving and then just share it as a private link. Um, yeah. And I think the only time I feel fatigued in business is when we let customers down. And mm-hmm. when um, I have staff that aren't getting along well and there's human issues, nothing else really bothers me. Like money's money, you know, same with like, if a job it's like concrete doesn't work, you do it again. Like, it, I don't get angry or it doesn't drain me. So like, it, it yeah. really physically drains me when it's human human problems. And I think you might be similar because you care so much, it's-
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you definitely. Everyone's well, 90% of the staff that we've got have been with me for you know more than 10 years, so yeah. you know it's pretty much like a family. You're
0: part of their life, yeah, yeah. Um, so you said half your life's business or half of your day might be business, half of might be human resources. Um, from a business standpoint, are you doing much, um, I guess personal development education around business? Have you done any courses since we spoke, or are you where are you well, with all that?
1: Well, I've sort of been bits and pieces, so um. Probably before we started renoing on our house, I was really I was about to start doing some um, personal development with some guys and then doing the renovations took up way more than I expected. Um, yeah. and I, I haven't probably jumped on the bandwagon again. Um, yeah. it's pretty much yeah, just trying to keep up with journaling. And I have a you know a mate that lives in Melbourne that I did some development with uh, back in the day that I you know call every now and then or chat to or text or whatever, um, yep. and then yeah just talking to you know like my wife Emily you know mm-hmm. just having a chat with her about business stuff and personal stuff and um, but it's definitely something that I I really enjoy doing that personal development um, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you do you know. You, you get a massive high out of it, I think, mm. um, especially with speaking to people that are good at it. Like, it's amazing how good you feel after a good session. Mm.
0: The journaling something you've mentioned twice. Is that is that something that's obviously important to you? Have you been doing that for long?
1: Yeah, I, I have been doing it for long. I, It's not... I'll probably do, you know, three months here and then miss yeah. a month. Meditations
0: then, like that for me, you just kind of yeah. get busy yeah. and... Yeah, yep.
1: you know, it's an easy one to just blow off and then you realize that six weeks have gone and you haven't done anything. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, meditation mode is something I haven't really done a lot of and it's something I know you, you've you talked about. Um, <laughs> something that, yeah, eventually, I really would be keen to look into it.
0: It's something that um, I miss, I forget about and then I kind of move on, but you kind of get busy and then something will go wrong or you'll have i mean i haven't had anxiety for a long time which has been really good but um you kind of something will come back and you're like oh shit i need to meditate (laughs) Like you kind of and even lisa my assistant she'll be like do you need to meditate i'm like i think so (laughs) we just kind of get me 20 minutes um i need to go sit in a room by myself um so at the moment are you recruiting at the moment like the, the recruitment in the market seems ridiculously challenging like are you kind of stable with staff at the moment
1: well we're reasonably stable i'm always recruiting to be honest um i'm always looking you know i always keep my ear out for the people that you know might want to move on or has got ideas what we would love you know our next step is you know we're pushing for a carpentry apprentice um, yeah. so that's probably our next step we've got enough now that we can you know, fulfill that role. Um, You've got a
0: carpenter and then you'd have an apprentice under the carpenter.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Um, Henry White, who um, has started with us, he's our um, carpenter slash building supervisor. So yeah. um, he's he's taken a massive load off of my shoulders um, yeah. in regards to all of our build stuff. Um, he can pretty much run it all. So yeah. you know, that's fantastic. So yeah, he just needs, you know, he just needs... I suppose that that second helping hand um, yep. that uh, we don't need, yeah, we just don't need to fill it with one of our other guys. I wouldn't know?
0: imagine that role would be as hard to fill as a qualified landscaper right now. Like I, sw- I spoke to um, someone connected through, I guess the apprenticeship scheme and Master Landscapers about the apprentice apprenticeships. And whenever they advertise an apprenticeship, they get like 500 applicants. And then if you advertise for a, a landscaper, you might get a hundred. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just saying 100 is probably ridiculous. You're probably saying you get 20, but um, have you hired apprentices before? Is it something that you're familiar with?
1: No, we have. We've got uh, we've got three landscape apprentices at the moment. Yep. So they're all, you know, third year, I think. Yeah. Yep. yeah, third year. So they're all sort of now they're really starting to evolve. And, you know, for me, it's really building, you know, our company from within. Um, and apprentices are a great way of doing that, um, learning our way. And um, yeah, growing them from from the bottom up.
0: It's nice um, to have them come in with no preconceived ideas about how Josh yeah. Hooper should be doing stuff. <laughs> not, yeah. that a, not that there's not there's anything wrong with them. Some of the experienced heads sometimes it can be. A bit no, of
1: and that's the thing. Like, that's probably a big one for me. Is I always thought you know my it's my way or the highway type. Um, yeah. And probably the last five years has really shown me that. You know, there's obviously a standard that we've got to stick to, but how you reach that standard is a little bit up to you. As long as it's done properly, you know, you can, the guys that are running the sites can do it however they want, as long as, um, yeah, it's. Well, that, that's, that's exactly
0: how it needs to be, though. I mean, that's the same with any business. You've got to, there's no point hiring these elite athletes and then not letting them, like, actually go play the game. Like, right. I know they used an, an analogy like that before, but. Um, Obviously, it's it's interesting you and I have been trying to organize to do a deep dive for ages, and obviously you've been ridiculously busy now we find ourselves in a situation where both of us have a decent amount of spare time. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the the lockdown um, and just get a bit of an understanding of what your thought process was like when everything went down and then what your immediate, you know what your your communication was with your staff how you're navigating what's going on and then what the plan is to move. And that's a big question, but um, yeah. it was really the main reason I wanted to talk to you uh, because obviously you've got 20 plus staff. Um, it's, and I know what that feels like um, to have them all just stop um, generating an income and then obviously mm. they're, they're supporting them. Talk to me through the whole thing, I guess, what's stood um, out for you and what did you do?
1: Yeah, well first, when I first uh, heard it, I, I was actually pretty stoked because I actually, I think all of us do need a bit of a rest, to be honest. Um, Almost like that circuit breaker type that we were supposed to have a while ago.
0: That you wanted to be six days, but it was only
1: three. (laughs) I was spewing. I was there. At that point, that was, um, yeah, that was a big one for us. But yeah, so a lot of the boys, you know, it's... On one side, it was, you know, it's good that we can have a little bit of a break. Like, you know, this winter has... Been pretty hard, Um, and I've got a couple of jobs. You know, not so much in the hills, but that are not really overly profitable. And the boys have been pushing really hard, and it's you know they're just coming back filthy. You know, head to toe in mud. And I know um, I spoke to Ryan about it. You know, it's it hasn't been a great three months. You know, profitability wise, and then you get hit with obviously this where you know. Um, wage bill is going to hurt um, with no income coming in um, but you know I suppose for me I always sort of you know Tony Robbins always plan for the winter a little bit um, and just have a little bit stashed away yeah okay it's you know pretty much my savings but um, yeah you know it's I text Ryan the other night and we'll just you know say survival of the fittest sometimes and you just got to you got to push through and not stress out too much about it. Um, I I really hope and I think, it, you know, the way we're going, I, I really hope that construction industry is back on Monday. And yeah, I've got a good
0: feeling that Monday's, I've been saying
1: that today, I think Monday's a reality um, with yeah. the low numbers. Yeah. If the low numbers stay, I think we're right. Um, but, yeah, for me, it's, uh, you know, my, yeah, our my team or our team, sorry, is, you know, it's like family. So yeah, everyone just gets paid, right? Mm-hmm. If, if it then drags out to, you know, fortnight, month or whatever, then, you know, different thing, you know, i have to have a real good think about it. But yep. at the moment, it's just business as usual. Those boys get a bit of a rest. Yep. Um, the design side, Nigel, um, they're, they're a bit behind so this is perfect just to catch up a little yep um and yeah business as usual hopefully we get back on monday and the uh the sun is shining which would be very nice
0: if this does go like if this did extend out for a month um yeah and there was no government support you know I guess just your snap reaction now what would you i guess how would you handle that? Uh, so
1: you just- well, a lot of a lot of my obviously working with me for quite a long time, a lot of them have got annual leave and stuff like yeah. that. So that would probably be something that we look at is forcing yeah. annual leave, which sucks um, for yeah. them, because it's not what they can do much, but at the same time, they've still got a job still being paid. Yeah. Um, and then we would just have to work out a bit of a pay for, you know, I've only got a couple of casual guys, but yeah. um, we just work with it. Look you know? okay, at how to
0: support them through it.
1: Yeah, it's like when, when we first heard COVID was, you know, was hitting, mate, and it was just like, all right, we've just got to work out a way. Um, and whether that was, all right, let's go with, start with 20% less, you yeah. know? Um, and then if it comes back, we'd pay that 20% back. But yeah. um, I don't know. I don't think worst case in regards to this. I'm just like, let's, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, if it goes for a month, it's going to be pretty bloody tough, and you're hmm. going to have to make some hard decisions. Hmm. Um, yeah, so
0: that's being a problem. business owner, isn't it?
1: It is, mate. It is 100. The um, would you are you where you
0: felt like you were wanted to be in life and in business at the stage
1: that you're at now? Do you feel like you're where you wanted to be? Um. I think the business is pretty close, um, I suppose I still feel that I, at the moment, it's getting better but probably two years ago, I felt the amount of work I was doing was probably unsustainable um, and, you know, there was a bit of burnout about to happen But and that's, you know, pretty much Brad and I sat down and worked out that, you know, the fact that both him and I were doing all the estimating and still doing everything else. Just pushed us back even further. Mm. And in the end, it was either getting another designer um, or after Luke or getting an estimator. Um, yep. And then, yeah, it's it's slowly getting to the stage where Nigel's taking over pretty much all the estimating works and uh, you know, fifty percent of the project management side and. Um, yeah there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel mm.
0: yeah what do you what do you miss most about life before we knew about covid-19
1: rephrase that what was
0: that sorry what do you miss most about life the life that you had before covid-19 came into our lives um like think back you know before january 19 like what's different in your life that you miss about that you miss
1: surfing in warm water
0: in warm water yeah i had a feeling that would be the answer
1: um yeah like i you know i had almost a 6 month uh, 6 week trip planned for my 40th to go away um spend a fair bit of time in indonesia and that just didn't happen and when did you turn 40 uh, last year no shit Yeah. 40 Thanks, mate. Um, warm, warm yeah, so shouldn't. that, look, <laughs> um, that's probably the biggest one and just, you know, not being able to take um, family and kids um, away on holidays, you know, okay. like you, we're lucky, you know, we go to Caravan, We, you know, we do a quick trip to Yorks or West Coast or whatever and we, we're lucky we live here and we've been able to do that. But, um, I don't know, just getting away, we used to go to Bali every year. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's probably the biggest one for me, um, business wise, you know, we've, we've been busier than ever. Um, and well, yeah, there's no better time to, well, people want more out of their homes. No, you know, their home is their castle now. Um, and, you know, they'd like everything. How Um, close is your
0: house to being finished?
1: Um, it's probably, I need it finished. My two girls have birthdays in November. So um, swimming Obvious. pool is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, living with them in lockdown is not always amazing. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, we're, we're pretty close. We've just, it's just been hard with the this wet weather, trying to get all the concrete down. The pool's tiled. We're just waiting on final concrete and fencing and, you know, those bits and pieces, but yep. uh, inside, we're living in it, mate. So last uh, lockdown, we're at the in-laws. So yep. this one is uh, a lot nicer.
0: Yeah, it's I can imagine time. as much. I mean, I've got great in-laws, but I couldn't imagine living with them. Um, no, I think it's we just nice it to have long. your own space. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. How much uh, of your um, success in business do you attribute to luck? And how much do you attribute to your talents and skill?
1: Um, luck i i think there's a good 30% of luck i reckon um i i think just doing that little bit extra is all all of all you need to do to actually be good in business right so um whether it's that little bit of 30% more of working a little bit harder or a little bit longer or just Going a little bit further to excite and surprise your clients is a big one for me and for the boys as well. So that's that's pretty much our biggest one is, you know, making sure at the end of a job, the client was amazed at what either it looks like or the experience um, and they'd refer us again, you know. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's, you're never going to, have a hundred percent success rate with clients, but as long as at the end of the day you've you've done the right thing and you've gone back and had to fix something, if you know everyone has to fix something, but just do it um, yep. and go that a little bit further.
0: Is that the LT difference?
1: I knew you were going to say that. Yes, that, that's that's it, mate. Yeah, exactly. It's just that little bit.
0: You um. You'll get a different podcast than most people because I've known you for over a decade. So um, it's gonna be more, uh, I get to have a few little laughs, laughs along the way with my friend, the creative and managing director. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, the um, I guess, um, I don't have any more questions. I just, I'm curious to know, like if someone wanted to use you guys now, like when when are they like if if they engage landscape techniques to come out and do a design and install like when are they getting it installed?
1: Um, that that's probably the biggest pain point we have at the moment. Um, yep. Is don't don't, regards, call hey? <laughs> don't call us. Hey, don't call us. We don't want your work. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Definitely not. Um, design wise, we are a good six to eight weeks. Right. Um, that's not too bad. Starting a design. Um, Obviously there's things that we do prior to that, you know, to keep obviously the clients, you know, engaged and doing bits and pieces of Pinterest pages and stuff. Um and then um yeah, pretty much we're February at the moment, um February, March before starting a project, um, which you know is yeah, pretty standard, I think, at the moment. But yeah. um yeah, it's it's a tough one to tell people like I, I met with a client on monday they really wanted you know some stuff done before the end of the year um and i just yeah said that we couldn't like i'm not you know you've got to be open and honest um for me transparency is everything so yeah and they were just like okay you know we can put a pause on it um yep. And I think it does help that everyone else is in that same boat as yeah. well.
0: Um, yeah, they're not going to go, oh, well, if you can't do it, then this guy will do it. Or if you can't do it, then scale will do it. Like it's, yeah, everyone's yeah. busy.
1: And we don't we don't want those people. That, like we don't want those clients either. You know, we want the clients that want us. Um, yeah, they,
0: they want you for the art, not the, the speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we haven't had any pull out because of it. So um, yeah, we'll just keep doing it. But yeah, it's... It's it's not the greatest when you tell someone that you know you're six months away from starting anything.
0: It is what it is, man. I remember when we had our house done. I had this. I just wanted it done, but I think once you get past the initial shock of like you know, life is long. As much as life is fragile and life is short, life is long. And another year to wait for the job to be done by the person that you want to do it or the, to be have it done to the quality and the standard that you want to do it. Um, you won't remember that year, but you will remember the result. Um, you can you can use that in your marketing if you are Thanks, mate. You won't remember the way um, Thanks for making the time to do this, man. Um, no probs. I think it's beneficial for the younger landscapers that maybe want to be in your shoes in ten years or twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's,
1: yeah. Oh man, I think it's great, and I think yeah, like I said, I think all you know, you just got to go do that little bit more. Um, yep. But and just be true to yourself, really.
0: Yeah. All right, I'll finish the podcast up now. Stay online, I wanna keep talking to you, but um, I'll close off now for anyone watching and listening at home. If you wanna get in touch with landscape techniques, I think Instagram's probably one of the most
1: frequented
0: um, places to go, both view their work and to get in touch directly with Josh, I'm assuming you're on the other end of the Instagram chat.
1: I am, mate.
0: Um, And then we'll link up all your details in the section below. Um and if anyone's looking at getting their backyard done before Christmas twenty twenty two, then you're the man. Front yard. Oh their front yard. Yeah, no, they don't they're not exclusively backyard landscapers, backyarders. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks man.